do I need a website for my podcast? That's a question I have been asked recently, so I thought I'll make a podcast episode on it, of course. So if that's what you want to know, stick around to the end. I'm going to answer that very question. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. If you are looking to attract your soul clients while doing the work you love, this show is for you. Hi, I'm Olivia D'Souza. I'm a podcast manager and content repurposing specialist. The Magnetic Pod Show is about attracting your soul pod of clients through podcasting. It will also include things that can be applied to other areas of your marketing strategy too. Hit subscribe to join me in calling in the people we are here to help. Let's make a massive impact. I am here and I'm ready to be brave. Cannot miss me, I'll stand on every stage. I'm available. Hey there, so before we dive into it, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the tips and strategies on how to podcast for business and attract your ideal clients. And remember to head to the show notes to download my must-have podcast tech list so you can get what you need and get started. All right, let's dive in. So do you need a website for your podcast? Well, You don't need to, but it would be really, really, really good if you did. (laughs) So here's some reasons why it is great to have a website for your podcast. Keywords. The thing with podcasts is that you are creating not just a short snippet, not just a small little media, social media post, but you are creating lots of content. Every episode is rich And so you have all these keywords that you can put into your show notes and that it's a waste not to maximize. So if you can get that onto your website, onto your real estate, then there's real value in having it there in the long term. Okay, then you are building up an archive of content that lives on your website and keeps working for you. It attracts people to your website. So once they're there, they can find out more about you. It's your real estate. So if you're on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever, you don't own any of those and those can be taken down. But when you build a podcast, make sure you always keep backups, but it's your real estate. You are building up assets that you get to keep. And if you put it on your website, then you get to keep that as well. And that can be your funnel to keep you in business. So it's a place that you can send people and you can send your listeners there. They find out more about you. They can find out more about your offerings. You can have an about us page. You can find out more about what they do. For example, if you go to my website, you'll find out things that I don't talk about in this podcast because this podcast is about podcasting and lead generation. So it doesn't end up relevant to talk about the fact that I I'm a children's entertainer. <laughs> that I, I'm a singer-songwriter while I sing my, uh, my intro music, so you might have noticed that. But, you know, it's a way for people to find out other aspects of you and get to know you better. You can communicate with them. You can have something that pops up and offers them to jump on your newsletter, to download a freebie or something like that so that you can funnel them into your world and monetize. So it's it's a great way to share your podcast because if you share Spotify, Spotify is pretty good because everyone can use Spotify, but 
not everyone does choose to use Spotify, for example. If you choose Apple, it's only going to be an Apple user that will use that link of your podcast. Now, there are other types of websites. There are universal links that you can share for your podcast, which I will probably create a podcast episode on that. But if you share your own website, then that is really valuable to you because it's yours, you own it, and then you can control it and you can funnel those people into your other offerings. You can also monetize it by having lead magnets there. You can have merchandise on your website. You can have affiliate links. It's your real estate. The other thing is because you are funneling them to your website is that you get a bit more insight as far as stats go, as far as analytics go, because when it comes to podcasting, analytics aren't great. This is one thing that, for example, YouTube has fantastic analytics. If you go on YouTube, you can know who watched what, where they came from, how long they watched, when they dropped off. And because it's all there in the one platform, whereas podcasts is done across all different platforms, listened on all different platforms, the analytics are getting better and better and better, but they don't give you the detailed information. But if you have your podcast on your website, then you can go to Google Analytics and you can find out if people landing on your page because of your podcast, which episode are they landing on? You can find out a bit more about what's going on and you can make decisions based around that. The other thing is it just looks very professional. If you have your own website, it's your landing page, you get to call the shots in how you use it and make value of it. Some people ask whether they should have a separate website, like whether you should have Magnetic Pod, for example, whether I should have a Magnetic Pod website. I don't think there's any point who would want to maintain a whole bunch of separate websites. You want people to go where the value is of your business and the things that you sell and the things that you offer and the things that you really want them to know about. But you could register the domain name and then redirect it to your website. There's one more thing that I think it's great to have a website for, and that is because of Pinterest. I'm a big fan of Pinterest, and Pinterest can be powerful in funneling people to your website and funneling people to your podcast episodes. So if you have a separate page for each podcast episode, then you can create a pin for it and then use a Pinterest strategy to help you with your business. So if any of those strategies and any of those things are things that you want help with, to drive traffic to your website and to create a long-term SEO plan that helps you and your business and plant seeds for the future, then contact me. I can help you. So we can do a one-on-one session to get started. And the other thing I'm offering is workshops. So if you have a community, if you run a membership, if you run a networking group, if you deal with consultants or if it's a thing that you want to offer to your clients I can run a workshop on how to use podcasting for business so if that's something you think would add value to your people reach out we can definitely work something out that it that is of benefit to all of us so make sure you reach out my contact details are in the show notes also don't forget you can get the must-have tech list in the show notes as well hit subscribe so that I can talk to you again because I love talking to you. Join my Facebook group so that we can talk to each other. That would be cool. Yeah, do that. Okay, that's all from me. Bye. I am here and I'm ready to be brave. Cannot miss me.
it's Libby here. Have you ever wondered about what the key elements are that make a podcast truly stand out? Or maybe you're thinking about starting your own special podcast and feel a bit overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Well, I have something for you. Introducing the ultimate podcast checklist. It's a step-by-step guide that covers everything from the initial brainstorming to advanced growth strategies. It's the perfect companion for both new and seasoned podcasters. And the best part, it's absolutely free. (laughs) To grab your coffee, simply head to the show notes of this episode and you will find a direct link there and then away you go. Remember, every podcast started with that initial spark and the right resource. So let the ultimate podcasting checklist be yours.